Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You are now entering the flip side. Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today is a very, very special episode. We have Isaiah Kiani here. He is live from Maui. And um, as anybody who's been following the Flipside Podcast on Instagram, I have been searching for somebody who lives in Maui to touch on all of the details that are going on in terms of the Maui fire. I keep hearing it said as the Maui wildfires, and I just find that whole tagline a bit of um it's annoying so i'm really glad isaiah that you're here to fill us in and let us know what is actually happening so thank you so much for being here thank you for having me on here how's it going it's yeah, going I, good I, like i said that I, i've been calling it unnatural disasters for sure yeah yeah like anybody who's <laughs> talked about it publicly like any public fi figures they're always like Oh, the Maui wildfires. And I'm like, even if we're not talking about conspiracy, they didn't start from nature. Like the story is that it was an electrical fire. So where are we getting that from? And then that, of course, gets spun into whatever other narratives. So, yeah. And then we can always go on the backbone of climate change. <laughs> and that's something I definitely want to touch on with you, too. Um, and, and to really begin, we can we can start there. It's like. Um, you know, with this whole thing, what, what do you think just living there? Like, how did this all happen? Like what was going on the moments that the fire broke out and what area are you in? So were you involved like right there in Lahaina or, um, you, you know, just your take of the whole day? Yeah. So, I mean, per I personally, I've only been back here in Maui on this Island for about the past like week, week now. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank God I didn't get to experience it firsthand um but uh really um so i, I wanted to go into the climate thing first it's almost like it's a uh it's it's definitely been prepped for something like this um just over there in that area they don't even have uh efficient running water and it's been like that for a while that whole side of the island is very dry um that's actually uh, what Lahaina means in um, in Hawaiian, which means it's the cruel sun. So mm -hmm. it's known for being very dry over there. Um, and then along with just how things played out when the fire hit, it doesn't make too much sense as far as the water being shut off. However, the electricity was kept on. Mm -hmm. um, now there's uh, there's actually backlash going to the um, electrical companies out here. They're getting sued by the county. So you can see there's definitely uh, a back and forth between the, the government, the county, the people, and they're still trying to really even things out. It's hard for someone, for anybody to sit there and point a finger at anyone, you know, because um, yeah. ultimately this isn't a battle of flesh and blood, you know. Yeah. So I think um, uh, at the end of the day, everyone's trying to figure out exactly not necessarily who did this. I mean, it was inevitable for something to happen like that, especially how, like I said, it was, it was it's already being prepped in a sense over there to just burn away how dry it's been. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's a matter of, of how the people are going to 
to build back uh, in their own manner, in a proper way that protects their rights, protects their lands. Um, so, I, I mean, it's it's a devil, definitely a double-edged sword that we got going on here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's 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 very interesting dynamic of what of what we going on. I'm st even still myself. I've been doing a lot of groundwork and just kind of helping out where I can uh, a lot of different sites. But at the same time, I am assisting with other bigger projects um, as far as starting like uh, temporary housing. They got like a whole towny tiny house project going on, and um, that's another touchy, sensitive topic with some of the locals because they see that as the first step for moving into uh, smart cities and everything mm. like that. And I could see that for sure. Um, however, logistically, people do need temporary housing until you know everything can get laid back out for uh, transitioning into permanent housing again, of course. Um, so it, it's, 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 it's very interesting, but it's like, we almost have to play along the game, Yeah, you know, still paying the mortgages and keeping up with certain things like that in order to keep it all protected. But obviously the people themselves can't afford that. Um, right. so you got the government coming in offering to take over certain expenses or to start alleviating you know, their mortgages, uh, whatever it may be. But then, of course, that can start to put the, their land into the names of, you know, people that's not of their family or and within their inner circle. Um, so I think it comes down to really, like I said, playing that game and knowing how to, uh, to, to go forth with the people who see this bigger picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Like I, I got a, I got an interesting dynamic here. Like I said, I'm, I'm boots on the ground doing stuff hands on, but at the same time, I'm helping formulate other things in, an, in another sense on the long term. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I can, I can see how this would be, especially in a time of crisis when a human's nerves are you know, they're peaked that everything is a bit uh, fight or flight. So it's like we need to set everything up as soon as possible. Here, yeah, right. just help me take this take that but it, it's hard without maybe that third party coming in to be like hey you don't have to sell right now um you know and i that's why i admire uh lahaina natives because they you know for years and years people have been trying to buy their land and they're like no we need to keep this in the family so this is why i wanted to ask all these questions in the first place because me being a cons i have the conspiracy brain where i have like a a trust issue with power <laughs> So right, it's always, yeah. So it's interesting for me because as an outsider, I look in on all of this and ask myself, it's just a little bit too fishy. It's too fishy. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's perfectly imperfect accident, you know? And, yeah. um, and like I said that the third party thing, uh, inevitably they're going to need third party help. It's just a matter of who's doing it. You know, are there right. someone best on the inner circle on the inside looking out or is someone on the outside looking in trying to see where they could essentially take advantage? You know, um, hate to say it, but that's what it is. But I think I think it's it, like I said, it's inevitably going to happen. But it's a matter of finding that balance of exchange within the community. Uh, those that are really trying to go for the bigger picture, the long term of protecting this, because it gives 
the people a perfect opportunity right now to protect everything back into their name, to not mm -hmm. ultimately submit back to the federal government just because they're offering this, this, and that, and you got FEMA running up every street around here, you know? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's another question I have is like, how is FEMA helping? Because I've heard some crazy things about FEMA, like rounding people up and not letting people know what's really going on. And that's strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's anything new, you know, um, it's it's uh, it's it's definitely interesting because on the news, you'll hear that they're putting a lot of people into hotels. Mm hmm. I believe that, but there's still a lot of people that um, are just within the like the community areas that you see that definitely need help. It's like, okay, where yeah. where are the people from FEMA going around, like saying, hey, do you do you need this help? Do you need that help or whatever? You know. Um, so far, where I've seen them is they're just kind of uh, going in and out of the restricted areas and doing whatever they're doing. Um, but um, it's that's just that's just definitely one of those I want to say strategic, but one of the moves that the government does in order to come in and start, you know, occupying in the way that they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's 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 interesting to see where we're getting to this and to find those people with a similar mindset to move towards that and that they can accept where we're at with it, what's inevitable, but how we have to adapt to it, you know, like uh, Eckhart Tolle says, evolve or die, you know, yeah. it sounds extreme, but so are the circumstances of not evolving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we can get into it eventually too. That's, that's also comes into play with the whole smart cities and uh, the AI government thing. Who knows? That may be something that's also inevitable. This technology isn't something that's brand new or all of a sudden that's coming about because of the new world order and they're in control of it and want to, you know, control us with it. Um, it's it's something that uh, it's up to us on how we re reflect our energy, what we project into that and what we want to create. You know, um, are we going to start playing into the whole Terminator uh type of yeah. storyline with this or we're gonna look at it like almost uh you've seen or read the book it's also a movie uh the giver um yeah. so you know it's 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 another one of those double-edged swords but it's a matter of us transmuting this and, and learning it you know the bible says we don't perish for the lack of work or the lack of uh <laughs> money so we're perishing for the lack of knowledge here you know mm -hmm. so i think um the sooner that we all start to get to an even playing field of like looking around and saying, okay, you know what? I, I don't have this figured out, but I, I know my intention is with this. Then mm -hmm. we can all start to uh, hop off that train that's heading for disaster. And we're all arguing over where to sit and we can begin to compare notes rather than try to be like, Oh, well, so you know, it's this, or I told you, so it's this or that, you know? Um, it's, like I said, it's a really a matter of, of learning, knowing thyself right now and who we are in the eyes of government to begin with. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a big one. You know, are yeah. you, you one of their chattel slave citizens or uh, you claiming to be uh, outside of that jurisdiction? You know, and that's another one of the uh, heavier topics that <laughs> and project yeah. that I'm working on out here as far as nationalism. Yeah. yeah. I have a question going back to the water thing. So was the water turned off for weeks prior to the fire? So um, 
I mean, before even all of that, they they already have an issue with access to water over there. Oh, but yeah, so while, yeah. But while everything went down, the water was was shut off. Um, they don't have exact reasons why. I mean, all of the higher class, nicer properties sprinklers were running just fine. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, for them to not be able to shut the electricity off while the run the water's still running is a is an interesting one that I that I caught myself. I haven't heard too many people make that comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah Have you spoken to anybody who was around, you know, the day of the fire and then noticed something strange going on in terms of the fire? Like, did they say um, that they saw these laser beams that people are throwing out? Or like, did they, I mean, I don't think you can really see the lasers, but like, did they say that it just started out of nowhere? Um, that's kind of my the, yeah, yeah. issue. No, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's funny, actually, a couple of people I've talked to said they had no idea what was going on until like, like an hour later or uh one of my buddies he was he was at work and not until uh the co-worker <laughs> comes banging on the back door for them to to get out the building because it's like a half a mile down the street they then realize what's going on wow um, and then uh, uh another one of my buddies he, he's on the opposite side of the island he didn't even know what was going on until the next day he's like oh yeah i got, wow. I got some, yeah some text from some friends on the other side saying they had evacuated this and that. Um, so it just shows uh, the lack of um, of uh, communication access and the um, not so much between the people, but just the accessibility they have and the, the lack of alert system, I guess you have to say, because um, back in, I think it was 2015, don't quote me, there was a a missile scare crisis. I don't oh. know if you heard about that. I don't think um, I did. Okay, so yeah, it's a couple of years back. They had this whole alert system go off for a possible missile that was about to hit Hawaii, and um, you had everyone scrambling from every possible crevice of the island. <laughs> yeah, getting to the beach, the water, just away from condensed areas, whatever it may be. I think it wasn't until, again, please don't quote me, about like 20, 30 minutes later. Definitely a, a, a insignificant amount of time until the people were told, oh, hey, sorry, that was an accident. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So, yeah, this, and, so this whole and, thing is like just it's just all miscommunication with the people and how the local government is helping the people stay safe. And I'm just curious too, um, not to to go off a little bit too much of what we're just talking about, but um, no, I watched a video. <laughs> I watched a video about a guy who um, used to work in a morgue and worked at the crematorium, and he was talking about the the temperature that you actually have to have a fire at to burn mm. a body, and after that, there's still bones of a body. So something that's really strange to me, and I don't know if you have any information on it, is everybody who was on Main Street that apparently lost their lives to being burned alive, that fire, a natural wildfire, only goes up to about 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit, and you need to have a fire hot enough at like 3,000 to 5,000 degrees to actually burn somebody. So I think that's something that like was shocking to me, and I'm not sure... Um, 
if the photo, you know, the, the media likes to spin things. So I don't know if, um, did a lot of people actually burn in their cars? Like they're saying, did they, did they really lose all these people? Are people missing? Are kids missing? Is all of that accurate? Um, it's definitely a mix. Okay. Real quick on, on to that. There's melted steel. So that's yeah. interesting. Um, there, there's definitely a, a large amount of people that were f- affected and that they, even see even myself it's weird it's like almost a gut feeling it doesn't want me to say that they're like gone gone because so at first they first came out into saying that there was like i think over a hundred up to possibly a thousand people mm-hmm. and just a couple of days ago they confirmed that it is over a thousand people um and then there's even about I think the number is about 3,000 students that were enrolled in the beginning of this year and 600 re-enrolled in different schools. I don't know, excuse me, 400 re-enrolled and 200 re-enrolled virtually online. Hmm. Um, now, to say that the other kids are missing, I wouldn't necessarily deem that, but it is kind of bizarre. I mean, some people would say, well, you know, during a tragic time like this, family, we want to stay close together. But then also, you know, you you would think that the family would want time to be able to work on some things or whatever it may be and allow the kids to still experience life and go to school and not be so tragically affected by the day in, day out what's going on. Um, so that's definitely an interesting one. Um, and the mayor himself was actually pressed with those questions by an independent independent journalist last week named Nick Sortor. He's on X right now, I should call it, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's been going pretty deep. But he was questioning the mayor, pressing him hard about those ones. And they weren't, it was kind of up in the air. Um, but if you want to take a little deeper, you start to look at the fact that the native Hawaiian people are the eighth most traffic people in the world mm-hmm. and you look at the tunnel systems of maui mm. and the placements of significant properties around here it's kind of kind of weird um and those say, significant but, properties didn't burn and uh, right or is that wrong some, yeah, there's some spots where they're they're now considered restricted areas you can't get to, but then some spots are also where Miss Oprah's, <laughs> Miss uh, Winfrey's properties are at, you know, the yeah. gates and stuff like that. So um, it's interesting to see that. Um, so it, it's it's funny because you have people who are deeper in the spiritual community who have. Uh, different looks on what's going on some people would say like oh this is mother gaia cleansing the earth and this is an ad right and then you got other people who are saying that it's the the dumbs being cleared out by high military people doing whatever and you got other people saying this is the elite bringing in the new world order hey for all we know if you want to get really deep this is multiple timelines of who know what's going on it's up to us to choose it you know yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is my favorite so, one because we can always choose a more positive one, right? Like, yeah, it's up to us transmute it, you know, which beast are you going to feed, you know? And that's right. ultimately how AI runs too. It's reflecting our energy. So, yeah. what are we going to feed it, you know? 
Um, we're going to give it love and light, or we're going to give it animosity, hatred, and jealousy, and, you know, and, and trickster type energy, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a learning curve for everybody here. And it's, it's, it's something that even the so-called elites may have to succumb to at one point and be like, oh, shoot, this is out of my power, too. I have to humble myself. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the new, uh, what is it, Mission Impossible? I have not. Um, Oh, it's I won't spoil it for you, but it's uh it's it goes back to that analogy I just made. Everyone arguing over where to sit on a train that's heading for disaster. Mm, mm. <laughs> like, hold on, we're all we're all in this together here. We gotta figure something out. It's not A and B, there's something that's a C, a third party uh causing right. conflict between you and uh, you know I and I, you know. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So yeah, that that's yeah. what I see. That's what I see from an outsider looking in is like this is just causing people who are like very big climate activists. And I want to preface for everybody because I've never spoken about climate change on my podcast. I want mm -hmm. to preface for everybody. I don't want to be ignorant enough to be like, oh, climate change isn't real. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that at all. The climate has always been changing. But it, right. when in terms of the narrative that the media feeds us, that's where it gets rocky for me. Politicized and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the term itself is a blanket term. Right. You know? It's like specifically what's changing for sure. There is there is soil in indigenous areas that's becoming depleted. There's uh, <laughs> ice caps that are melting. But to the extent that it's saying that these carbon emissions are doing this and we got to pull back on that, like, okay, now there's something else going on here. You know, there's huge incentives for corporations to get carbon credits and stuff like that. There's a whole market in there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and why wouldn't they want Maui, which is like literally, I think geo, geo location wise, I mean, and just spiritually, Maui really is the heart of the planet. Like, there's all these, you know, folklore. I know that within Maui, um, Hawaiian culture, like Maui and the islands, there is literally Moana, the heart of Tafiti. Like, all of that is real. That's like within the within the folklore and um i think that if there is some you know bigger class that is trying to take land like why wouldn't you want maui it's absolutely gorgeous the energy there is different than the majority of the the rest of the planet so it's it's just interesting to me and i i like what you pointed out there where um yeah we just it's just which road are we going to take are we going to try to en enlighten people along the way because there's always going to be dark and, and light so how are we going to all take this and yeah run with it in the positive direction so oh and sorry i think your sound just cut off i don't know if you can hear me all right his sound just cut off everybody hold on one second I feel like I just missed a really great thing, whatever you were just saying. Oh, shoot. I was getting a call. Oops. That's funny. That's the okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, just pretty much how a lot was taking place is um, it's, it's divine planning, regardless. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a, a deeply transformative place to be mm 
um, especially at the heart of our of our world. Um, and some, it's something I've been it's been in my head recently. Some people may think like, oh, you know, you need to be you need to have, be in a certain presence or have a certain renewal of mind to come to this means of truth and this light to understand this, I guess. But really, uh, you come to this truth and the truth will change you. You know, mm -hmm. it's not a matter of need to be changed to to understand what we're even talking about here and the layers that we're breaking down. You come to it, you you allow it to flow through you and resonate with you. It will change you. You know, yeah. this isn't something of, of of my truth or your truth. We're simply speaking the truth. You know, right. resonating from heart, which is essentially where where we're what we're battling here with this with this world is at as at the heart of things. Um, so. Uh, like, yeah, like I say, it's it's something that'll be deeply and transformative for anyone who tries to step to it. I don't even think it's it's a matter of like, oh, is it is the dark side gonna blah blah? Are they gonna do that? No, we just continue to 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 maintain that frequency of what we're creating here, and yeah. the, the the people see that they 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 really do see that. But of course, there's layers to that. It's not just just a matter of proclaiming that spiritually and verbally. There comes a layer of how we're now operating in the public with uh, with our individual persons, our persons as far as you know our, our government names and what we we uh, deem ourselves as uh, status wise. Are we citizens? Are we national? Stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's there's a silver lining to it all. It's 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 a it's a beautiful but but crazy interesting time. Um, before we get to just keep going too far, I, I do want to bring it back to uh, the blue house stuff and all that. It, it is that is that is pretty interesting. I don't know if you if you've looked in, but to it, but um, in a lot of places like in China, they have a lot of blue housing too, blue roof mm. house, houses. Um, uh, I myself have seen it firsthand. The bizarre amount of blue items around Lahaina that are not touched. Yeah. <laughs> um, did see those umbrellas that was interesting at first i thought it might have been like added in there or something but no i've i've drove by there um that that's that's definitely uh an interesting one so it, oh so to also play into the whole laser thing um i think it was literally like not even a month prior to everything going on uh, I forget which department it was, but they came out and blatantly talked about uh, direct energy weapons and how they exist and what they're used for. Huh. So um, this is why I wanted to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All grace and glory. What on earth? Like that is the part that I find so interesting about this and why I wanted to touch on the whole, it has, you have to have a fire that's 3000 degrees to even mm -hmm. cremate a body. So if all these people are somehow being like incinerated, which is absolutely horrible, uh, there's, it's, it's shocking. So the fact that you were like somebody a month before came by and said this is, is interesting. Yeah. And it's funny because if you look at his natural law, it's almost like that's their way of avoiding certain karmic drawbacks is they have yes. to, you know, uh, that's why I operate so openly and transparent. Cause all right, you want to play this game? I'll do it too. Look how <laughs> transparent I, I, I move. Um, I know what you're talking. So for everybody who maybe feels like they're in the dark with what we're talking about right now. Um, yeah. Like that's the whole uh, darkness ploy is like, 
to disrupt the flow of karma if you share what you're about to do, no matter how evil or unjust it might be. It supposedly alleviates the karma because then it allows the other party to have a quote unquote choice in the matter. And yeah. Yeah. They're really good at that one. (laughs) Yeah. Always. It's always very close to like when something else happens too. It's like, oh, just a month or like a couple weeks before, like you know, something like that. So I don't mean to go on a tangent on that, but I'm glad you pointed that out because. Did you see the the Simpsons uh, episode thing? No, but I'm not shocked that there's a Simpsons episode to correlate this to. Oh man, yeah, that one's uh, that one's interesting. Um, that one, yeah. So they have this whole thing where this whole laser comes down and starts destroying the city. Oh, and, um, there's a there's a real significance as to what shops it starts destroying. Uh, there's a lot of symbology in it, and then of course at the end. It shows everything burned down except one big structure that's covered by blue blankets. And I bet this episode, what, came out in, what, 2002? Probably some, yeah, not too long ago, yeah. <laughs> like, You have just, to throw that clip on your... On your, uh, your <sighs> I do. I've got to go back with this episode and just, like, find all these little clips to put in because yeah, there's a lot. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's in oh. the small tired for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, the, it has the whole the severity of of um, remains, whatnot. Um, a lot of excuse me. I'm just sometimes I want to formulate the proper way to approach certain things. Respectfully, of course. Since my mind could be spread, I just want to jump into it. <laughs> No, I, I'm in the same boat, so no worries. Yeah. Um, yes, I've, so let's go right into the story pretty much. So there was a, a parking lot that my buddy and I stopped at. We were helping them unload some trucks. And uh, this one lady was loading up a uh, shopping cart, and she was about to start walking home. But where we were at was kind of like near the highway. And... Um, some of the uh, people that were in charge of the area, they're kind of like, hey, you, you guys mind giving the lady a ride uh, to her house down the street? Um, she's just picking up some things or whatever. And they saw we had a truck. We're like, yeah, it's no problem. We help her load up and we take her down for like only a mile away. And then we had like to get clearance from one of the officers shutting down the road that she lived on. Mm-hmm. And um, Uh, we uh we take her to her house and she's like the only house standing mm. where we where we take her and we offered it to help her out <clears throat> and uh you could tell she was just very overwhelmed with everything going on very appreciative of the help and uh she was just kind of lost her, her words so like we kept asking, is there anything else you need? And uh, she didn't say too much, but um, we're like, well, it was really nice to meet you. What was your name again? She goes, Virginia, Virginia, something I forget, I forget the last name. Well, it was really nice to meet you, Virginia. You know, you have a good day. If you need anything, you know, here's our number. We got a truck, we'll help you take more stuff up, blah blah. 
And uh, we get going. We go back to another site that we were supposed to pick up trash, whatever. And uh, we go across the street to get some food. <laughs> and a lot of around a lot of these sites, people are tagging um, the explicit version of Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had just been taking pictures. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> um, so one time in the midst, taking a picture while we're on lunch, and I don't realize on that same board that I'm, that's tagged or whatever is a missing persons page. And my buddy goes, hey, uh, you, you see that photo right there? It kind of looks like uh, Virginia. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? I put my phone down. I stared. I'm like, this is almost like just weird twilight feeling. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I was so I'm just like, yeah, that does look fairly similar to her and the lady's name is Virginia. Um oh. I was like, let me let me give the number a call. <laughs> so I call and uh a lady picks up and I'm just like, hey, I just I just want to see what's the update on on the missing persons page I had seen here over by uh Hanukkah Beach Park. Um just seeing if there's anything you guys heard yet. And she's like, she's like, oh, are you looking at the one with the, the two persons on it? I was like, yeah. Uh, she goes, oh, okay. So, yeah, they, um, unfortunately, they, they found the remains of, of, of the lady on the left. And I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. Lady on the left, Virginia. And I'm like, okay. Um, all right, well. All right, I just wanted to see what, what was, you know, how how that was, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. Blah blah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, well, if there's if there's anything that that you guys might need or whatever, I'm I'm like, me and my buddy should go around helping people out. Um, I'm like, a matter of fact, we actually were helping someone out recently. My friend was like, shoot, should I mention on a I'm like, and uh, they she looks fairly similar to this lady, and her name was Virginia, too. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that. And she's like, Oh, okay, all right, yeah, thank you very much. And I'm like, Yeah, I just you know, I just wanted to blah blah. And I kind of like already like got to ready to get off the phone, and then she stops me and she's like, You know, they haven't really told us what remains they were able to identify. They won't they won't really give us any information. Like they won't let us know how the DNA test was done, what remains they found exactly, or uh, what's going on. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, you know, sorry to hear that. Just like, well, you know, prayers, you know, and then just offered my help again, gave her my name and number, and left it at that. Uh it was just very it was very uh that very is interesting to say the least. yeah that makes me think again because i hate i hate that i feel like i cannot trust the media for i and i understand there's like a lot going on so there are things mm -hmm. that'll probably get mixed up but just hearing that story is concerning because if we're being told that thousands of people have gone missing, we found the remains. Oh, but they're still alive. Then it's like, it, it's just, it's interesting. Like you said, I don't really have a word for what that is, but it just sounds like 
why would they be making things up? Why would they? Uh, and maybe they're so overwhelmed and busy, but that is their job. I'm kind of at this place in my life where I just hate excuses. And maybe it's because I've seen myself make excuses in the past when it's like you just were lazy doing something You're like, oh, well, I'll get to it later. Like I, I didn't finish it. And it's like, no, I could have finished that. I could have done that better. So it's like, at this point, it's hard for me to just accept like, oh, like the, the maybe they're just like really overwhelmed and they like mixed up uh, someone's right. DNA with a name. Like, uh, no, that's your job. Like and you, you should probably know. Yeah. You want to get benefit of doubt, especially for being that it's in such a sensitive area. But then, hey, wouldn't that exactly be what the energy uses as leverage is to take advantage of the sensitive areas? Right. Uh, especially with something do. that. I think that and be like, well, there's no way that. But, you know, that could happen. Like, oh, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but exactly what's happening. <laughs> See, you know? and, and that's what I'm saying is like, especially with something that is so cut and dry, like life and death, like you don't mm-hmm. want to say that someone has died when they have not and vice versa. So that's like a very like, you know, you need to have like a point, if not a zero percent chance of error. You need to have like a 0.000 whatever percentage of marginal error for that job. And I don't mean to make, yeah, I, I, you know, like it, it's like I have to laugh through these things yeah. because it's not funny yeah. at all. But it's like sometimes I just am, I question these things because that is so important to get correct. Right. And right. yeah, you're just, you're hitting on all the questions that I've had because I've, again, I never want to be that person who's ignorant enough to not believe like the truth in front of me. But that's also the, the, you know, like the 180 of that is I don't want to be that's ignorant really enough important. to believe yeah, everything that's... that's being told to me. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you you want to make sure you're being respectful in all aspects um you know, stepping on any toes or jumping the gun or over target or anything like that for sure um <laughs> but uh yeah it's like we got to continue to still have conversations like this in order to to cut through it you know because allowing it to just be up in the air isn't, isn't doing any good either it allows them to control that narrative right in front of our eyes you know right Right. You know, we want to give the benefit of doubt, but we also know how how certain things can be. But um, yeah, even the locals have told me themselves they do have issues with communicate communication out here. They call it a coconut wireless. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, they, they got their own their own things going on. But but at the same time, there is a, another level of stuff happening where it's like, OK, but this could be. You know, like you're saying, that margin of error that that we will we will give them, it's 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 like okay, we understand there may be some mistakes, but then at the same time, where we're at with this already, especially where technology at technology mm-hmm. is at, but hmm, and um, yeah, that was that whole thing was so out of respect and lack for a better term, it was interesting and bizarre to me. To where I, me and my buddy were like, should we go back over there and like, like. Maybe she doesn't want to be found. You were like, oh, we don't know. Okay, let's just go back to back on mission mode. Like, I don't know. That was just an interesting side quest. We, we didn't accept. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would have done the same thing because it's just like maybe, yeah, maybe she's known. Maybe she sees the the posters and she's like, I'm good. But at the she same time, I see that as almost like if they do declare her 
dead and she has the one house that's standing, that's something else to think about too, where it's like, oh, if her social security says that she is no longer living, they could take her property from her if she has no living relatives. So this this just just keeps observation right there. Yeah. So that's something to think about. But of course, again, I do like to err on the side of positivity and optimism. And so, um, you know, overall, are is everybody's morale high right now? Like, does does it feel like the community has come together? Or does it feel like people are very um, depressed about this and like feeling hopeless? No, you know, the, the Aloha spirit. The Love it. Yeah, it's. It's funny. Well, it's 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 awesome because actually this weekend, um, the mood's lightening up a bit. They're starting some musical healing Aww. at some of the community get-togethers. I plan on going by one tomorrow. They had one last night. Some performers come over from the Big Island. So yeah, I mean, they regardless, they keep that that loving spirit. Um, that makes me very happy to hear because I yeah. don't expect anything less, honestly. Like the, the people <laughs> that I've met in my m- many journeys to Maui have been the nicest and most wonderful people I've met. So it's exciting to hear that the aloha spirit runs deep. I love yep. that. Yeah, it's yeah. And I, I think um people are really allowing that space right now for for transformation it starts of course with with healing through stuff like that um it, i i recently connected with someone who who uh i guess we'll just quantum leap here and right through the solution part of stuff <laughs> to, the, to the light side yes um, he I, re- I met with someone he's actually a hawaiian national himself he doesn't identify with the state he's not a u.s citizen um, he's corrected his status. He's not only declared it verbally and operates um, operates in the physical manner, but also uh, has done it on paper, done public notice. Nice. So that's a that's a whole other layer of things of being able to teach the people how to properly delegate themselves in the system so they're protected, um, and that's just the awesome time that we're in right now for the people to realize like okay yeah this is all you know a time of renewal but it's it's time for us to to create that narrative to be able to tear that tell that story the way that we want it to be and to control it again and um i truly believe that uh this will be the like the big domino block for the rest of the world to see how this plays out you know, yeah. especially being that it's the heart of the world. Um, yeah. It will lead the, ma- the way for for many, many nations. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful, dark, <laughs> light time that we're in. But, hey, we got to make do and keep that, keep that uh, positive energy, you know. Yeah. It's the best we can do right now. The brightest light can only shine because of the contrast of the darkest dark. So, yeah, I love that. I, yeah, I love that. I, I was, I was, I was thinking about something like that earlier about how, like, the the smallest bit of light shines very bright in the darkest of shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, 
Yeah, we gotta continue. We gotta continue to be that lighthouse in the dark, you know, and continue to to bring those ships into shore, you know, in the, in the midst of, of all this muck going on. So uh, yeah. it's very interesting to see how how uh, God's people are strategically coming together right now. Um, yeah, because I myself, I didn't have too much plan while just diving into this, just doing it. But so far, I've I've met uh, two other people here with this, the very same intentions, and it's definitely transformed us all even more than I think what we expected. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's very humbling to say the least, and uh, it's like um, a recalibration of uh, morality or behavior of intention, a lot of things. Um, so it's like, kind of like earlier I was saying, it's like you come to the truth and it's going to change you, you know. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man, I, I I dare for these, you know, whatever corporate people to try to step up here and do land grabs. It's not going to work. The people aren't that dumb. You know what I mean? No. So, and, and that's what I love about people from Maui and Hawaii specifically is like you guys have always been like that. It's like, no, like this is our our home. Like... <laughs> Yeah. And, I, and I love that. It's yeah, like, it's very enlightening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and and that's the thing too that I think is funny. And then I, I do want to, as soon as I say this, I want to go into how you're helping the the locals and how other people can get involved. Um, but just to to finish on the the darker kind of stuff, it's it's interesting how certain organizations or people that are very out of touch with how the majority of humans on this planet operate and live and think right. um it's funny how stupid people think we are and i think that i'm seeing as an observationalist like looking around at life and people and i don't i feel like so many people even if they've been in the dark before are like we see what's going on at this point but i think yeah. that like you know what i mean like i, I see like the yeah. majority of people they're like we're not we're not going to allow this anymore which feels really cool to see Right. And you got to definitely be careful of the ones you've been, you know, assuming, uh, assuming is very stupid or whatever it may be, because those are the very ones now that will leverage that mm -hmm. assumption that you have of them and <laughs> snap you right back to reality. You know, um, and the Hawaiian people, they, they they know how to play that card very well, you know, so they'll have you thinking that. You got something over on them, but really they're already three steps ahead. <laughs> no, it's so true. It, it, you know, what's funny is like even, oh God, this is like such a bad movie example, but it's the first thing that popped in my head is even um, in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You know, oh, that movie? Okay. You know where yeah. he like goes and meets the locals and they're all so nice to him or whatever, but he like does something behind, like he does something with the locals where it was like not cool. And all the locals are like, we're cool to you. <laughs> like on the property of the resorts but bro like yeah, you can't yeah. mess with us so mm -hmm. i love that like you know you got to protect your own and we're again we're all humans that we all uh you know can love and respect each other which i love that you're out there helping everybody so um the i don't know if you've started this yourself i know i personally um wanted to get involved and so hopefully um anybody on the flip side listening right now if they can also help you um are you bringing supplies to people like what's your main work of charity right now that you're you're working on um to make sure that people are living more comfortably right now 
Yeah, yeah, and I I greatly appreciate you making that uh, that effort, that donation. Um, I think it's going to be a a major uh, domino for other people to see what, what um, that move you're making. Um, uh, as far as supplies, I, I think I want to touch up on this earlier. I didn't get to it. Um, they're at, everyone. I want to say everyone, but the majority of people out here, they have what they need. As a matter of fact, they've actually been like overwhelmed with a lot of the supplies. Oh, um, amazing. That's good. That's a yeah, good problem to have. Exactly. <laughs> they more of the thing is now like distributing it property properly and managing uh the inventory and stuff like that. Um there are a couple essential things they that people need for now while in this transitional point as far as like uh air mattresses um portable stoves um portable showers you know coleman coleman does some um i myself i started actually a, a, another can like smaller campaign um for air mattresses i went by costco out here to see what they had left in stock because amazon is not very practical right now mm -hmm. uh walmart only had like four or five left in stock and it would take like a week to get them shipped over and then you have to pay for whatever that cost is um but costco had about like 43 44 i want to say left on the floor i didn't check this back inventory and i was like okay what about let's just go for 40 you know and i did the math on that um they're like 149.99 came out to like around uh, after gas and whatever it may be in taxes and stuff like 6400 6500 um uh yeah get those out there that that's like a that's a i want to say that's a smaller project it's definitely an essential thing to knock out um i see that more of like hey let's show them what community can do when we come together we have a similar goal and intention um yeah then from there it would ultimately lead into the uh the main project that i came out here for which would be to um get these informational articles together and start handing them out to to locals as far as uh what it what it is to be a u.s citizen versus a national um i got some things like uh the bill of Ex the bill of exchange written out um the 10 maxims of law there's certain there's certain things to um to pretty much get people to know thyself and how to op properly operate in this yeah. system that we're dealing with and um, will this will this ultimately i didn't mean to cut you off but will this ultimately help people build back some of the property on lahaina too like is that one of the major goals yes yes um so as long as the Hawaiian people are identifying with the state and U.S. citizens, you don't really have constitutional right. Mm. So again, this is something that will be a major uh, <laughs> trailblaze for the rest of the world because anybody who has a birth certificate is dealing with this issue you are a uh deemed as a ward of the state 
when you start to look into what an actual the definition of a U.S. citizen is. Yeah. And we have to also realize that the U.S. is something different than the U.S. of A. Yeah. You have the United States Corporation, you have the United States of America. And as long as, again, as long as we're identifying with that corporation and the state, we don't really have our rights. Then we can't ultimately own the things we want in the in a, in a proper manner. Yeah. Uh, another thing I would be to teach to teach and to get out informational articles on would be uh, private irrevocable trust. Mm, yeah. That's further. That's, yeah, further that's what I think everybody mm-hmm. should get on in the United States in general. Like you're saying, it's because yeah. I, I just I was just doing a deep dive the other day on how um you know even if you quote unquote own your house, you're still technically you know somebody could technically come in and take your property. Taxes. Yeah. yeah, and the second you don't pay your taxes, it's it's gone. You yeah. don't you don't necessarily own why because you don't actually own the land. Yeah, you only own the house. Yeah. So it's another thing, uh, informational article aspect I want to throw in there would be allodial titles and land patents, mm. and that's another way of further solidifying your property and actually outright owning it. And with with those specific uh, things, you would actually own the land beneath your house yeah you would own i think say it's a thousand miles or a hundred miles i forget like significant amount of miles going down wow as well above you wow so it's almost like you're controlling your airspace and you're controlling what's beneath you wow um that's how politicians operate that's yeah. how a lot of people operate but you can't do that if you're still a government employee ward of the state without your constitutional rights. So until we're getting to that point, then we can start operating in a, in a, in a, you know, a more, uh, the word administrative <laughs> type of manner with, with our, within ourselves. Yeah. Um, so that's a whole learning curve on its own, but, um, helping usher in, this new yeah. way of yeah. life. Yeah. And you I mean, know what's even... oh sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just get excited about this because I, I truly see, I truly see like I don't want to say like maybe we won't see it in our lifetime because maybe we won't, but it's still cool to usher in this way of life where I that's what I truly believe the future is gonna be. I don't see this whole doom and gloom thing actually playing out. I believe that it might seem like that for a while, but I believe right. that we will end up having these rights again and i think it just takes all these people understanding that the laws that are in place are the ones that like when you really look at them you are given a lot of free yeah. will and freedom but we've just been it's just been manipulated so straight up and yeah, it's yeah. manipulated through the corporations that were put in place because yeah really the government's supposed to serve the people a yeah. lot of these things that are put into place is really meant to benefit its citizens and whatever it may be but it's the fact that corporations have stepped in with their lobbying and put different policies and uh, statutes and codes into place that really don't supersede any constitutional law. It's just that people don't know how to properly operate. But of course, if you're part of a corporation, you have to follow by certain policy, you know, and that's what we're dealing with here is the United States corporation. Um, So I, I, I would, I would, 
I would like to believe that it's something we'll see in our lifetime, but maybe not some, so much as far as a huge transformation, but it is, this is the time to start creating those inner communities of people who do understand what we're getting at with this. Because uh, it's not just a matter of how we can be, you know, oh, now I got this status and I can operate this way and I'm protected. No, it's a matter of creating generational uh, wealth, creating generational uh, protection, you know, on multiple levels. Um, so again, it's like, this is something that's like, well, how come we don't do that over here and over? Well, right now Maui needs it first. <laughs> the yeah. people over here need it. They have the perfect, perfect opportunity to do this and go about it. And from there, yeah, we'll get to you guys after, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, uh, let's look at the heart of this world first, where the stuff's going down. And you got to really look at the history of the Hawaiian people and where they actually derive from and their ties to different things, you know, yeah. um, uh, this this there's multi layers to it, and go back to the the Moorish people, Americans, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, that see, it's it's like such a profound thing that it could be for everyone. To where it's like, like going back to that thing, like yo, let's let's uh let's uh hop off this train. Let's let's compare notes here. Let's yeah. see what who's got the puzzle pieces to what, so we can get to their destination. Uh, a little bit sooner, you know, or at least not destination, but avoid all the uh, monotony of, of mundane, uh, you know, stuck living that's being per uh, perpetrated by the people that just want to take advantage. And um, it starts by doing small things like not small, but first proclaiming and knowing thyself and what it is that we're up against and then uh, properly going about how you're establishing that in the public um i myself am not a u.s citizen oh, okay I'm just, yeah i'm what's considered an american state national uh one of the processes of going about that is how to properly um fill out your passport mm. that's a that's a little gem i'll i'll drop on here i don't want to go too much into it i don't want to mislead people it's one of those journeys you got to just take on for yourself and, and learn about um but yeah it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of muck and mud and issues going on but there's a lot of solutions too yeah you know and that's um that's how i've always been oriented towards is is forward moving and and solutions that's actually another uh a personal fundraiser i created um soulful solution soldiers <laughs> And I'm, I'm working on it to be an actual like nonprofit organization, but I made like a shirt design. Uh, uh, that would be pretty much to help like personal expenses. But I've kind of delegated everything out to like separate. And this is my personal thing. This is for the support of this as far as the community. Then this is the support for the ultimate information uh, uh, spreading, I guess. And yeah. with that incentive for people who help out with that, um, I'll be placing their name or brand logo on each of the physical uh, articles that we hand out. And then there will be logo placements on the website and then other options of like, uh, of course, always being included in, in specific posts that are that have to do with this uh, campaign. And then the the top tier or whatever it has like a personal thank you video from the the team that that's that we've been that we all been working on here yeah. um 
And what's the website for everybody? Because I know you can go on his Instagram and go to the link in his bio. And um, your Instagram handle is 777 Isaiah Keone. Is that it? Is there yeah, anything after Isaiah. that? Okay. Yeah, Isaiah Keone 777. Oh, okay. See, I'm dyslexic. So there you go. Yeah, Listen. <laughs> you got to type that whole thing out because I am like super shadow banned. <laughs> ah, classic. I don't, yeah. you know what? All my friends, I need to make a shirt. Oh. Thank you. New merch idea for the flip side. Uh, all hey. my friends are shadow banned. I like that. <laughs> That's, right. That's right? a good one. All right. I'll have to send you a shirt. <laughs> all my <laughs> friends are shadow banned because straight up. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. You can't even. My buddy showed me I did, that I just met here at, at the hostel. He types my whole name in, finally pops up. And then he's sitting there trying to click follow and it wouldn't follow. He's like, hey, come here, come here. Look at this. He's like, oh. it's not you, right? He's like, try it, try it. And I'm like, I click it. I'm like, what the heck? What's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? So and then we we were talking about it for a second. And then I'm like, maybe let's let's try to click on my like go into my actual profile. And then it it let him do it. But I'm just he's just like, you know what? If you were anybody else, I probably would have just given up. And I'm just like, it's like, but he's like, but no, but look at that. The psychology with the AI. I was just like, yeah, you never know. The matrix message. But it's 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 funny how those things do start to 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 play out, you know. Especially if you go look at some of my videos, you can be like, okay, yeah, I see why this guy's shadow banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, uh, I definitely t- I'm the kind of person to take action when stuff goes down. I don't I don't just sit back and talk about it. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel like I'm very much a researcher. It, I mean, yeah, I have this podcast, but I'm very much a researcher. So I try to find all of the like loopholes of how to maybe get around that and then i take action but like yeah i'm like that person yeah i used to be so on point on how i strategically like messed with the algorithm and built up a certain momentum before hitting them with the the bait and switch (laughs) i know because you gotta be careful yeah (laughs) because they'll be like oh you got us yeah now i'm just like uh (laughs) and just let it let it all play out and be out and open with it you know no i agree with that too like there was a period of time where i was like okay you gotta be really careful because then you know like we need people who are saying things and like they're really like cutting cutting down but i think even the people who we think haven't been on our side the last couple years like i think that like elon musk and i think mark zuckerberg is gonna be somebody that we're like shocked to find out is gonna like come out and be like i've been manipulated (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you, never kind, you never know but i heard somebody say that the other day and like they had a huge like deep dive theory about it and i was like huh and that's why he's been like ufc training no yeah okay that's an interesting one anyway yeah. this is so off topic off topic i'm sorry oh, everybody. Hey, it all it all it all comes first full circle for sure <laughs> yes so okay isaiah thank you so much for sharing all of this information you kind of touched on everything i know we we still don't really know like what's totally going on but it, you did help share like okay being in maui right now this is what i've seen this is what's going on and like there are a few things that could be a little bit more sinister than what the media is telling us and then yeah. also people seem to have a really good head on their shoulders and i love to hear that the community has really bonded together during this 
And I think that this is just a beautiful step forward in the right direction for Maui and, like we said, the rest of the United States after this. Um, so I'm like so appreciative of all, of all the information that you have given all of us. And definitely, if you find anything out, please let me know. I'm, you know, I'm here to share anything that you're working on. Um, but like everybody seriously go check out his page even though you might not see it <laughs> i'll put the i'll put the link in bio i'll put the link in bio for the charity organization that you've put together um to help spread the information on how people can you know self-govern themselves and learn about right. how that they can take back their power and their land um but is there anything that we did not touch on that you wanted to share before we go um uh oh well yeah, actually, so yeah, I guess I should round it off real quick with the um, the main campaign thing I got going. It'll eventually lead into a private venue out here to okay. hold like a uh, networking type thing. But also, for, I have like this the whole speech I got already put together. But um, I'm going to create a like temporary highlight on my page for anyone who wants to hop over there and see reference of mentors that I've been getting this information from. Um, I recently like tagged them in a lot of different stuff. So I'll just kind of highlight that on a story and everyone go check this out and dissect it on their own. Don't take anything I'm saying to be true, you know, go learn it for yourself and do your studying. Um, uh, so eventually getting that private venue and I won't say specifically who, but I am planning on bringing out at least two of the mentors that I'll be mentioning on my highlight out here to help get this information and eventually there'll be like a tribute concert thing fly some people out just give away so we'll get to the light side of stuff eventually yeah <laughs> it's there um and then also i want to touch up real quick on the traveling thing to maui okay now some people are still kind of like oh should we travel right now or blah blah um and i just also want to touch up on this too it's not a matter of like when you should travel to maui it's more of like okay, when you go, what are you doing? For what purpose? You know, especially right now, it's really a matter of how are you giving back? You know, are you going to go there just to take advantage of the low cost fare and the, the fact that you can go on this side of the island and they might be cutting down prices because they're in a hurting spot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're going to sniff that from a mile away, you know? Yeah. Or are you going over there to, to, give, to give back and to contribute and to be of service in any way possible? And if that's the case, then yeah, sure, come on over, you know? Um, but that's, that's definitely one of those things where you got like a split side of stuff going on the island right now. People are like, no, we need, we need the tourist people. So that's what helps us, our revenue around here. Yeah. And you got the other side of people saying like, Oh no, uh, you know, we need time to heal and blah blah. And matter of fact, I was just at the uh, we, we had we had someone um from the the county building telling us like like oh we don't need your guys' help, like get out of here type. It was very sour. I don't want to touch much too much into it, oh. but she was like um she's like come back in three weeks and we'll see who's still helping. Oh. Uh, and so I, I completely understand where she's coming from. Uh, but then again, it's like, okay, how long are we going to play that card? You know, until it's like now people are hurting and they really need that assistance, you know? So like I said, if you're coming here with the intention of giving back and you're contributing and, 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 and you know your heart's right to, to be coming here, then come on over. The people 
they they need it for sure. You know? Yeah. And even when, it, when the island was healed, like you know, prior to the fire happening and after when things are cleared and, and healthy again, I feel like that's just a great message for everybody who's traveling to Maui. I've never I've never understood the whole like traveling anywhere, much less Maui, and just being disrespectful to whatever culture or whatever you know, piece of land that you're visiting. So it's just been interesting to me because I think something that again is pushed in the narrative, it's always um and again, I don't mean to like pull a race cart, but it's always like white people saying, don't go to Maui because of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's like that narrative, which I'm sure you've seen. And it's like locals have said to not go for however long, like, and they're pushing this as this like narrative, but it's like, speak for the locals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, but you're still speaking for the locals when you're saying that. So it's it's interesting because like, again, like you're saying, if you can help and you can be a, a non-organization who's just like a help like an able body to go help um i i think that that is wonderful like you're saying and also to just never disrespect maui or anywhere else even where you live wherever you're listening to this podcast from like don't dis- disrespect the earth like what are you doing so it, that's just like always been an interesting narrative play for me it's like but there are people who do go and disrespect it. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. Like there are people who just do not think in the way that you think some people would think. Um, So yeah, that's just my rant and tangent for that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They're with you. Yeah. So my bad, but anyway, Isaiah, thank you again so much for coming over to the flip side. You have been uh, amazing to talk to. I'm so glad to see the background of Maui behind you. It's beautiful as always. The sun is shining and I know that you and locals, Oh, I love it. I'm so happy to see it. Wait, what area are you in right now? Um, I'm on the North side. Okay. So, okay. So you like to the North East side, uh yes yes oh. the north side god the last time i was in maui i got the i mean the banana bread any stand that you go to is going to be amazing but i like i i talked to this family up there and they were just like here's some banana bread and like here's a coconut and it was just like the most amazing thing ever um but anyway like anywhere you go in maui is beautiful and i hope that lahaina can can heal because lahaina is one of my favorite spots out there too i was always whenever i would go i would always be in uh wailea like that area and then always like travel down to uh the road of hana and just go Mm -hmm. visit all the waterfalls so it's just the most breathtaking place ever um so you know i hope everybody out there is doing well so yeah yeah thank you very much again for uh for using your platform to be able to just get this truth out there and and uh uh, being able to show the light right now that's going on in this darkness, you know, and uh, remind people that, hey, it's still people like us that are going to control this narrative. Don't give up, you know, keep pushing. Keep, yeah. that, keep that light. Keep shining bright. <laughs> well, I appreciate you because I, I think, again, like you even just showing your face in Maui right now, showing that there is hope, there's this light, everything is still beautiful. It's just a moment to come together is absolutely incredible. So again, Isaiah Kiani, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. I will keep his link in bio in the show notes here for anybody who wants to look at what he's doing and how you can personally donate um, to help out all the locals and help Lahaina heal. So Isaiah, thank you so 
much for being on here again. Um, truly appreciate you and your light. Keep educating the public. I love to hear it. Knowledge is power. And uh, we'll catch all of you guys back on the flip side next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Blessings. <laughs>